I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so I just showed Laura this video of it's circulating on Twitter and it's it's from a hospital bed and someone went, this woman was forced to get of her vaccine by her employer and this was her the next day. And it's from her POV and you just see her leg in the hospital bed. She's these like horrific old navy jeans on and these no-show socks, polka dot, little like hospital socks. Grippy socks. And you see her lift her leg. <gasps> And then you start hearing her like gasp crying and then eventually the leg starts to shot violently shake and like violent tremors. And it's supposed to be like she's having this terrible vaccine reaction. A leg seizure. A leg seizure. <laughs> and I it is the funniest video I've ever seen. Her true horror. You just you just hear her off screen going. <laughs> she reminds me of me when I was in high school and I would buy <laughs> um I would buy scripts for my favorite movies and then when everyone was out of the house I would act them out. Really? Yeah, like I bought the scream script and then I did like the full Drew Barrymore like opening scene in my dad's house. Did you film it? No, I just did it for me. <laughs> film it. <laughs> this was like 1999. What would I have filmed it with? I like love a, you just a camcorder. I just needed to this be was a star is born. Moment. I needed to be main character terror. Yeah. And that was her in that hospital bed. <laughs> main character syndrome. That's what it is. It's, it's not the vaccine. main character syndrome manifesting. Like she wants to be in a horror movie. Yeah. But I just, get that. Yeah. No, I get it too. I just love the like, it's, it's not even, it's like beyond camp. It's not even camp. It's comedy. It's, it's comedy gold. Cinema. It's, I pray for more of it. <sighs> yeah. I just want to see. I All I want are like. People vaccine reaction videos. Yeah, I want like your leg being satanically possessed by yourself. 
Do you remember? It. Do you remember when the girl who got the swine flu vaccine? There was like that viral video of the girl who like claimed that she like was. We never proved though if that was real or, or fake. It was fake. I'm haunted by that, and that almost made me anti-vax. <laughs> I think it was a flu vaccine. It was a sw- it was the flu vaccine, and she could only talk. She was normally a cheerleader. If she ran, remember. If she walked, she couldn't talk. But the minute she started running, she could speak like... She couldn't even walk. If she walked, she was like... Stump- she walked like Gabriel. But she also could run. I remember. There's a part... There's it was a- shocking and I, I must be fake. But I don't think anyone ever like fully debunked that no. news. It was on the news. But it was like patient zero of like internet like QAnon kind of social media stuff I feel like she was the renegade the beginner yeah. but I think that she was trolling I don't know but I had I I had swine flu and yeah H1N1 I had H1N1 and when I saw that I was just like I, I kind of believed it because I I'd never what, s- her video yeah well, yeah I fully I'd never I seen still anything believe like it, it until you given me a link that says this was fake i mean it was on like e-bombs world well because it was so wild <laughs> we don't like, know and then she starts running and then and she's she, like hey yeah i'm yeah. cindy and like blah blah blah. i love to cheer and blah and then the <laughs> reporter would be like now stop and she'd be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was but it was wild and it was like it was before really twitter or social media and it was like i i couldn't tell the difference between a viral fake video and like deep fake and something real. So it was like, I was Snip, watching it being like, can't. this is true. I mean, someone show me the receipts to prove it's not because I still am haunted and believe it. But it was ver- that video that I showed you just now was very that video. I know, but not the commitment and production value. No. So I'm going to need these people to step their pussy game up. It's so like she and you can see her literally going. <laughs> you can see her lifting her own <laughs> leg up with I her know. thigh muscle. I was like, that's what happens in bar method class. I know. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, it's very. It's leg, very bar leg method. lift. Yeah. She points her little toe. It's amazing. It's incredible. And I can laugh at seizing because I used to have seizures. So, Well, I can laugh at fake seizing because it's fake. But I think that's going to start happening a lot more this fall. Like people feigning. It's already been happening, hasn't it? That's like a new thing. People just walking out of vaccine sites, falling to the ground and being like. Having stigmata. When I got my first vaccine, or maybe it was my second vaccine, I did see a guy like. I think he must have just gotten like he fell to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was like a I think it was like he was afraid of needles, that kind of thing. Was like it I, after? Yeah. I feel like he was having some kind of like panic attack after he took it. Maybe he had an allergic reaction. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have had bad reactions yeah, yeah. to the vaccine. But I don't count this lady. No. I don't believe that. I'm like, I'm going to need to see more seizing, like a full body shot of someone, <laughs> a doctor mayhaps shooting you with a camera, mm-hmm. showing me like what your whole body is going through, not you just lifting your leg and, and shaking it. And hyperventilating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me when I played with my beanie, when I would film on my dad's camcorder, like beanie babies mm-hmm. and I like would act them out. <laughs> you could hear me like going like, no. Oh, God. I crave more content from her. Yeah, me too. I hope her acting career begins Yeah. now. Yeah. A star is born, a thespian in our midst. Um, speaking of 
a star and faking. We're not faking, but disingen- attention seeking behavior. <laughs> disingenuous kidney BPD donation. attention seeking behavior. Yeah. The queen of the week. The main character of the week. The main character of the week is this woman whose first name I can't remember. Dawn but Dorlin. Her last name is Dorlin. And Dawn. she, Dawn Dorlin, who the media world is buzzed by this story media and literally world. no one else gives a shit. But it's the New York good. Times magazine, I guess, posted a long article about this woman. It's called Bad Art Friend. Bad Art Friend. It's like the new cat person or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And this woman is suing a writer because she's claiming that she plagiarized some of her work or like a letter she wrote. But the longer story is this psychotic woman named Dawn Dorland donated a kidney and then to a complete stranger, to a complete stranger, which is great. Yeah. Then joined, I guess there was a Facebook group about good deeds or something, or was it a Facebook group for like writers? I think it was a group for the workshop. She, so it all, she was backstory like, is the two women, Sonia Larson and Don Dorland. They're both writers. Sonia's much more talented and successful. And they're part of this kind of storied writing workshop called Grub Street in Boston, where like, it's sort of like a writer's house in the literary circle in Boston in the Northeast. Oh, I thought that they worked for Grub Street. They did, but there was like a workshop too. So it was like you had, to, it's kind of like, almost, I feel like it was like a groundlings kind of thing. Almost like, but it's writers. different than the actual Grub Street website. No, I think it's part of that workshop. It's like a, anyway, so they were right. Wait, sorry. Grub Street is like a. Grub Street's like a writing, like it's part of the. Yeah. But then. So you want to write at Grub Street so bad that you like join a workshop. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's like you can get stuff published. It's like, it's like I said, it's sort of like, I feel like it's like a comedy. Okay. Like a UCB, but for writers. I don't know. There was a lot of shocking information, yeah. which I just didn't realize people cared about Grub Street that much. I, well, I kept thinking for a second, I was like, Grubhub? <laughs> and then I was like, I remembered people do those Grub Street I was like, wow, this Grub Street world of writers is cutthroat. No, it is. You better not cross them. And Sonia Larson is in this group of successful female writers, and they call themselves the Chunky Monkeys, and it's led by Celeste Ng. Celeste Ng, who wrote Little, uh, Fires, Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere. And so... She's the breakout star of the Chunky Monkeys. Yeah. So Dawn is like, I think, always felt sort of outcast in this group. Like, she was kind of the annoying person that's like... There's always one. Yeah, and she I think she really wanted to be part of this inner circle of like writer, lady writers, writer ladies, writers. The more <laughs> it delves into like how these groups work and function and mm-hmm. like the hierarchy within them and the seriousness with which the people involved take them. They're all bad. The more I'm like, you're all losers for this. No, everyone. Like you are all my nightmare. And like, it's sad for each and every one of you. No, my take was like. Dawn the most. Dawn was more annoying than Sonya. Maybe she'll get some actual money out of it. Yeah. And like Sonya is obviously like not as annoying as Dawn, but she's like also someone I probably wouldn't want to be friends with. I don't want to know 
Any I don't want to know. Celeste, anyone. Mm-mm. So basically, it seems like Dawn did this kidney donation to curry favor in this workshop among the writers. She wanted attention. It's a little Munchausen. Well, she. So she posted in this Facebook group. Yeah, I think she gave she gave her kidney. I just think she wanted attention from anyone that would give it to her. So she gave the kidney and then just would not stop posting and reminding people about how she gave her kidney away. Yeah, she was like a and Facebook it was just poster. Like, yeah, which you know I'm sorry, bad. but it's bad. you guys know what the deal is yeah. with that. Yeah, we, we know about We that. know all too well. I, pr- I, I actually pray. don't even pray because it's not... The I, Lord can't help them. I just say love and light to you. I say, I wish you nothing but love and light. I wish you love and light. Yeah, but like, obviously, shit like this would go down in a Facebook group. So Dawn is just like relentlessly posting about her kidney donation and then following up with people individually being like, and did you see I donated my kidney? And they're like, yeah, totally. So I think Dawn was always sort of seemed a little envious of Sonia and she singled her out and messaged her after they'd seen each other and no one had said anything to so that don was getting increasingly more upset because no one was reacting to her posts yeah from the everyone workshop. was like god this person's a psycho and like we're not gonna they were doing the thing where you're like i'm not gonna interact with this post but i'm definitely gonna talk shit about it with everyone else i know all my friends and we're laughing about it totally so then and don's the kind of person who's like well, this has gotten like three likes, but this person hasn't liked it and this person hasn't liked it. So now I'm going to follow up with each one of them individually and see like why they're not interacting. And I have to say Don is unhinged, but like we've all had these thoughts. I have not had that thought. I have not. I like, and I'm not trying to be shady or anything. Like I truly don't keep track of who engages with my content or not. I never have. And I just don't. I mean, I, I feel like if I open that, it would be like a Pandora's box. So I just mm. don't. But I know a lot of people that are very like hawk-eyed about that kind of shit. What I'm trying to say is Don represents <laughs> like What I'm me. trying to say is you didn't like my last Instagram post. No, no, I'd no. Like to know what that. I'm trying to say is Don represents like the shadow self on social media of like all your worst insecurities and anxieties. Don's actually doing them and following through with them is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And she's seeing them to such fruition it's like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like she wants to destroy well she wants she like she wants revenge she wants revenge but she also wants to prove that her worst fears are true which is that everyone's laughing at her and no one takes her seriously so okay so basically just long story short she reached out to sonia and she was like hi it was so good running into you at the workshop thing i noticed that you didn't mention that i just donated a kidney and I was wondering, like, if you knew about it. And Sonia wrote back to her and was like, so they it had these, and Sonia was like, oh my God, like, sorry I didn't say anything. Like, that's great. I'm, that's really nice of you that you did that. Yeah, and they then, had a few exchanges. And then eventually Sonia published a short story that I guess she's been working on a character for a long time and like writing stories from the point of view of this character. And one of the stories involved this character getting like a donated kidney from like her, the, the main character that she was writing about her, the, their life was in danger. And then a, like a mysterious donor came and gave a kidney. And it was all about this, like attention seeking validation, white savior, like relationship that this kidney donor, like 
engaged in with Sonia's main character in the story. Yeah. Obviously based on Don Dorland. Yeah. Or inspired by Don Dorland. So Don sees this and the story starts getting like a ton of traction. It gets published on like big literary sites and is there's even an audio book like listening companion with it yeah and then it gets selected for i guess boston has like a one short story where they publish it and give it out to tons of people and there's like a festival around it so it was like she's now up there with like high profile writers yeah and being like compared like she's like sharing space with them in literary journals and stuff i guess like what every writer jerks off hoping that will happen to them yeah so dawn is like naturally triggered and she is convinced that it's based on her and she reaches out to sonia and they have this kind of passive aggressive back and forth and sonia is basically like i don't it was just a coincidence like i've been working on this for a while like it's not you know i'm sorry that you think this and then other people started reaching out to Dawn being like, have you seen Sonia's thing? It kind of reminds me of your story. And then and then there's amendments. Like she, Sonia makes additions to the story over time. And she adds, like basically lifts complete Facebook statuses that Dawn did about her kidney donation and how like pleased with herself she is and use them in her story. Mm-hmm. So it, at a certain point, it's like, okay, yeah, this is... She used elements and like didn't she changed them a little, but not that much. Like if you compare them side to side, they're fairly similar. Yeah. And I think she was sort of she did. I think she was and she admits she was like kind of lying to Dawn to keep to not like upset her. Yeah. But then Dawn decided she's going to get litigious. And so she's been they've now been embroiled in a lawsuit and like countersuit since 2018 and now it's finally, I think, going to go to trial. And it's Crazy. A, a huge deal because Dawn feels like Sonia plagiarized her creative work. And then, <laughs> which I'm like, if you honestly Babe. are out there thinking that your Facebook posts are creative work, you actually need to walk to your nearest psych ward and tell them to put you in a straitjacket immediately. Yeah. Because Facebook statuses me, are not art. No, none of your social media activity unless it's like unless it is art or satire is not art yeah i guess it's like also just an interesting line to think about like where the line comes which is a lot of what this lawsuit and article is about but so dawn is like trying to sue sonia she got the she like reached out to every single person connected to like publishing this story the part of the festival that was going to like celebrate this story, got it pulled from the festival. The festival canceled. She's suing her for plagiarism. She's basically defaming her saying Six she figures. stole. Yeah. At first it started out small and then over time and over time now she's like just suing for like an egregious. $100,000. But I think that's also money that she's spent on lawyers just perpetuating these like legal thing, which is yeah, also the mark of an insane person. She also is implicating like celeste the women in this like chunky monkeys group i think and like dragging them into it like celeste ang had to like go on twitter yesterday and like denounce being part of it at all so like she's dragging a lot of people into it everyone no one's coming out of this unscathed but don dorland is now like going to 
potentially be sued. I think she's countersued for defamation, but it's like a really nasty legal battle. And tell me, and and then you should mention what you were articulating to me about her discovery. So in part of the process for like preparation for this trial, both sides, lawyers go through a phase of discovery where they like assemble all the um, evidence, prove it. Cause I guess Dawn is trying to prove that Sonia did mm-hmm. her intention was to take these letters and then put them in her story and that she had told other people she's trying to prove that and so she needs text messages emails like any communication that supports that theory so her lawyers combed through everyone's emails texts they have now a hundred pages of (laughs) this author sonia and like all the chunky monkey people and people in that facebook group talking shit about Dawn and saying like what a loser and a psycho she is laughing at her behind her back. And it truly, I'm like confirming everyone's worst fear. Yeah. If you think like you, it takes a very specific kind of like victim narcissist to take something this far to a point where they would even want. It's like, what do you gain from this? She's like, she's getting off. You're getting off. You're like, it's a power play. It's revenge. But you're also getting some sort of sick satisfaction about the fact that everyone fucking hates you. Yeah. It's, and that is a huge part of it, too. She's like jerking off to these emails. Like, I, like, I knew it. I, I knew, knew they were talking about it. me this whole time. It's <sighs> it's what happens. It's like truly when a, it's when social media just infects your brain to the point of no return where like you're now seeking... And I see you see it on Twitter every day. Yeah. Like people wanting to be the main character. They want everyone to be like they want to be the victim for saying something dumb. You know what I mean? I see it. People post something and they know it's going to garner bad attention and they do it anyway and they get the reaction I think that they're looking for. And then they're like, everyone's coming for me. Yeah. It's just like it's really sick and twisted. It's Munchausen a little, I think. In a way. It's like related to that. Yeah, it's like malignant narcissism or something. Yeah. Where you hurt others, but you hurt yourself the most and you enjoy that. It's like cutting or something. It's yeah. very like self-harm, but in a whole, it's like a whole new era of self-harm because you wouldn't, you weren't even able to do this like 15 years ago. Yeah, it's like, do you really want to know? Well, now you're going to know that. If you act like a fucking crazy person online people are going to talk about you and laugh at you and say, look at this fucking crazy person yeah. posting about her stupid kidney. And it's, I, I just think that there's like, that's such a violation of like, it, it speaks to the problem of like social media. Now, like everyone has to be so like politically correct. It's like, that's, those are emails. Those are private emails. People are like, you're allowed to, you're allowed to talk, talk shit. shit about people. And You're allowed to like, if you do something and then you feel like doing that was not enough and you need to go now to the next step and inform every single person that like follows you on social media accounts about what you just did, then you're not just doing it for yourself. And you're not doing it out of the good of your heart. Not really. You might. I think there is a part of her that did that out of the good of her heart. I do, because I don't think that like... I think that you have to actually care about something 
and be passionate about it to literally take a kidney out of your body and like donate it. Yeah, that's true. And so, and I think that that's great, but I'm also like, there was a huge part of this that was for attention or in the aftermath or in somewhere in the process, you realized like, Oh, this is like salacious and I can get a lot of feedback for this that I crave. Well, what makes me think that it was mostly motivated for attention is like, so Tracy Morrissey queen sleuth of the internet has been posting on her Instagram. Just, she did a deep dive into Don's Instagram history and she does like kidney versary picks. She goes to like all these like galas for like she she makes it's kid me. It's kid me. Not it's, and, kidney. And she sort of has made herself again, donating a, an organ is incredible. And if you're able to do it and you really feel like it's something you, you want, then you should do it. Cause people, I, no, I'm like, obviously, <laughs> being like, but, but donating is inc- like, it is incredible, PSA. but she's no, fucking, yeah. she's like, she, I, I think she didn't do it out of the goodness of her heart. I think she just did it so she can go on Facebook and try to impress these people that she's been trying to impress and they're not going to be impressed with her writing clearly. So she's going to just be like, well, I should donate a kidney and then maybe they'll like me. I really, that's how I'm feeling about her. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I have to see what Tracy dug up, but I don't think it's as black and white as that. I mean, I think there's a little bit more nuance because that's truly, no, that's like no actually nuance. Deep, there's no, it's just black and white. That's like actually would be so deeply mentally ill just to do it for that. Like I don't, I don't, think that it truly is just for that i think there's like a percentage there but like maybe she not 100 percent. no maybe she did it people. out of some goodness of her heart and then once she did it she got like a i dick. think maybe 20 percent, 25 percent, 30 percent goodness and then the rest attention yeah which is still deeply fucked up but mm-hmm. i don't think a hundred percent attention and if so she needs to be locked up. Yeah. She's a, she's a danger to she's herself a danger to and herself. others. That is self. You are a danger. And would that actually be a danger if you're taking your organ and giving? Wouldn't that be like a way around like self-harm actually? It's still, I think, That's is, a good I think you movie. are actually a danger if you're doing that and you're a hundred percent motivated to do something like that for attention. But like technically speaking, isn't that like that'd be a good horror movie called giving yeah and it's just someone and that's like pushing their organ donations like to... i love unhinged characters people flawed people psychos on the internet like that's like part of the reason i moved to la and like was <laughs> in the fray like moved even to west hollywood because i was like i want to be in the mix of all these fucking crazy people like <laughs> i'm very inspired by them i get a lot from them they like give they give me a lot of inspiration it's giving do i want to know them on a personal basis no, no. do i want to talk shit about them to other friends yes definitely do i want to like take things from about them or things that I see and like write about them or mm-hmm. pot about them for sure. But like, that's not plagiarism. No. And like, if ugh, this is what close friends and is also for. like, I've taken, I I've taken like people's stories and been inspired by them. And like some of that ends up has ended up in like creative works of mine. <sighs> And I think that it's a really dangerous... Plagiarist. I know. Well, you could. Like, I guess, like, if people wanted to, like, make that claim, there would be some sort of similarity there. But 
I think it's a really dangerous precedent if this if this trial goes through and then Sonia Larson is found guilty of plagiarism. I think that that could change the landscape of just like what's acceptable to write about and not. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Hulk Hogan-Gawker thing of, like, something like that. It sets a really dangerous precedence of, like, precedent of, like, freedom of speech and, like, how the creative process, you know what I mean? And, like, something so stupid as, like, a sex tape. And, like, yeah, he was being racist in it, which is, like, disgusting. But, like, it was such a dumb thing. And he got so fucking bent out of shape about it. And, you know what I mean? And then it it was, like, the sort of like the the disguise for the true motives of like 
tampering with freedom of speech. It was like the the cherry on top of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like something like this is sort of similar in that vein of like this is a dumb thing of like who people has talking shit. Who has creative license? Where does like the line of creative license stop and the line of plagiarism begin? And I do think like I do think Sonia Larson should have changed that letter more. Yeah, I agree. And I think that at the first sign of getting pushed by Dawn, like when she first was like making whatever, the best thing would have been to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like figure out a different way to like do this letter thing and just be like, I'm so sorry. Like I've been working on this for a long time. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Like I'll make tweaks to where it's not like, just avoid. You don't want to poke the bear because the thing is with these crazy people, they'll fucking take it to the fucking court. Like they'll she's take taking it, it all the way. And I think that she should have just like, and it sucks when you're in that position and you feel like you're, you've tapped into something so good. That's like really clicking for your work and your story and blah, blah, blah. But like, sometimes you just have to give it up. Like if you can't beat crazy. No. And I think, and that letter was, pretty much lifted no it was the same thing and i Sonya, don't think it's like it's technically i guess it is kind of plagiarized sonia didn't do herself any favors her messages were extremely like she was doing that thing of like playing dumb to the point of like now you're just trolling She's she was doing, trolling like reverse like irony on someone where you like she was she was trolling her yeah. and and she kept she did that thing of like i don't even remember how we met where it's like oh, yes you do but that's also the thing is like, which should make you never want to join one of these writers groups because it's full of just like haters, haters. Everyone wants to be Celestine. There can only be one Celestine. Yeah. And then there might be a few other people that get close. Maybe in 10 years, someone will top her as like the highest paid, most famous person. But that's what they all enter wanting. And like, it's just can get really cutthroat really fast. And when the second that you get like an ounce of attention, you better believe like some crazy person is going to come and try and like take you down. And if you used anything of theirs at all, like they're going to make you pay for it. Mm -hmm. And like, I just can't, I can't, I couldn't believe the grub street. I still can't. I don't really fully get it. The workshops. But like you work at the workshop to then work at Grub Street in Boston. Mm-hmm. Boston. But like that. I just didn't know that that's what people wanted to do so badly. Yeah. Interesting. Couldn't be me. I mean, I was in a writer's. I was in the writer's house at my college. That's college, though. Yeah, but like, like in college, you do like writer's stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like aim no, higher. I don't know. Writers are <laughs> fucking weird. Writers are weird. They're really weird. I'm saying this as a writer. And honestly, I do like take inspiration from everything and everyone around me. Of course, me. everyone does. But like, it's she. I think she's a talented enough writer where she could have figured out a way to make it a little less obvious. And I think that is what makes me think she was a little bit doing it to troll her. Well, she definitely was. So and I she looked down on her and like it's now being proven that it was like appointedly this character petty. was absolutely based on this woman's yeah. antics, which like it doesn't take a rocket scientist no, to know that. No. But like that's also I think a challenge you 
as a writer, like you have to be able to like navigate those kinds of the line. Yeah. And just like, like you said, if, if something comes up and you have to take something out, like figure out a way to do it. That's like part of the mental gymnastics. It's part of being. It sucks for everyone involved. I'm like, everyone should be deeply ashamed and embarrassed and pretty. I think this is pretty humiliating for everyone across the board. And it's a huge blow to the grub street. Huge blow to the grubbies. The grubbies. The chunky monkeys are reeling. The chunky monkeys group text right now is out of control. They're just like, fuck. Yeah. Take everything out. They're probably like, delete everything. Yeah, I know. Way too late. I love, that's the one chunky, that's you if you were in the Chunky Monkeys where you're like, guys, delete everything. And the FBI's already like (laughs) gone through the entire thing. Hey, just catching up on this. Delete our Slack. should delete everything, right? No, it's, and it just, it all just like reeks of like the Slack, which I was in, like Slack culture and like talking shit on Slack and like, you know, side combos on Slack and Gchat and over over like i've there if there were some times where i like oversaw like i like happened to glance over and saw that i was like people were talking shit about me in a slack one time and i was just or like they were talking about me and i was just like oh. you Did know you what i mean them? no i like i went over to them and said i saw that i see this <laughs> i was being a you dawned dog. it dawned on you mm-hmm. yeah i like it should happen but honestly it- respect to anyone that has to participate in like I don't under I no, don't get I, it I don't I'm, understand and I like, was in it I'm in, like I have I lo- I also love Slack and I like I loved but like it's it's all it's all very like petty and complicated it really is it's anyway. times like these when I'm glad I'm a, just a independent podcaster and speaking of podcasts who doesn't ever write <laughs> Who writes about as much as Karen Gravano. <laughs> but that's for another episode. Speaking of Dawn, there's a Dawn in R-H-O-B-H. It's a new Dawn. The Dawn of the Chinese New Year. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to... Sexy, Unique, unique podcast. podcast. Beverly Hills Angels. The finale. I need to say, first and foremost, TBD of these TikToks of this will ever actually post because my lips are in a place of Rinna right now. We don't have to post a TikTok for those. Well, we can film it and then just save it. Yeah. Maybe I'll feel good. Someone requested a cameo for me and they put it on like a 24-hour turnaround and I woke up this morning and looked in the mirror. I got some filler yesterday and it's I'm in the 
24 to 48 to 72 mm. hour aftermath of swelling. They honestly where I don't question look bad. everything. To me, they look like out of control because I'm not used to like big lips, big old DSLs. <laughs> <laughs> Big plump pillow big lips. Big plump pillow big lips. Big meaty lips. <laughs> Morning, Martin. Morning, Morning Mohammed. Um, Morning, Mohammed. But I truly, like, last night was the peak of swelling, and it was Rinna. It was a full Rinna. You're phase. not, no one can be Rinna vibes. Only Rinna. You have to be, like, 90 pounds and have lips that. 90 pounds, perky tits, and, like, sharp lips, little shoulders. Lips that encompass a third of your body weight. Yeah. So, but just. For everyone listening. They look, they look great. Thank you. I'm not even at, like seeking. I'm not doing a dawn where I'm seeking you to tell me they look no, great. No, but I came I'm in and, like, and they were, I was like, I was like, oh, she's got the lipstick on. I and just like to prepare you for, I don't want to throw a curveball your way. And no, I you like sent to me a photo. You sent me a photo. transparent. You sent me a selfie yesterday and it was a good like. It, it broke me into post. seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, prep, but I give you a lot of prep time. But I said, what did I say? I said, you look, it looked great. It was glam. It was, I said it was glam to look a little like post filler swollen. Just to look a little. Yeah. It's very like, if I saw that, I'd be like, that person's chic. She's having a moment. She's having a moment. Um, but speaking of filler, uh, these ladies were finally done with the season. Now we have four reunion episodes to go through. <laughs> Just Which when you is think insane. You're done. 20 episodes. I was like, wow, 24. we've really been through it. And then four reunion episodes. It's like net. It's like network. This NBC. is half the year. It's like lost. 24 episode like this order. Must, Bravo executives must be like fucking and sucking each other off over oh. how successful this season has been. Because you, they yeah. needed a win. Can we talk about the LA Times article with Sutton Garcelle and Crystal oh, I read it. hugging each other and like the three of them? Did you read it? No, but the pictures were like delightful and Crystal <laughs> for them giving be like we could all be implicated and yeah. then them like hugging by a piano. I was like work. But seeing Crystal, I was like, see, I feel like Crystal's really she's come seen around. The light finally, she's come around with Sutton. I think she sees the light with Erica Jane. Hopefully, in this episode. I think Erica she, was like seated right to her right hand side. I don't know. I thought her FaceTime to Sutton spoke volumes mm-hmm. to show how they've progressed from a place of clutch to let me show you my dress. I know. It's really it's healing sweet. to see them be friends because I, I rooted for them always. And I'm that's rooting like, for Crystal again. I feel like the reason I could laugh so hard at clutch, place of clutch. was because psychically I knew that it would lead to a full friendship. I agree. I like Crystal. Me too. I'm ready What's for not her. to like? I think she brings her she, A game to the show. She brought a lot. She's quiet, but packs a lot of punch and can... She's powerful. She, yeah, she can only go up from here. Yeah. Uh, we come up on Dorit's House of Mendocino, and PK goes, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And she Just, comes in. Hello, baby. Hello. Hello, children. Hello, children. Do you like my outfit? Do you love mommy? Do you love mommy? And her daughter goes, what are you wearing? And she goes, it's Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Do she you goes, like it? And she goes, where's the Valentino? She goes, not with the Gucci. And I was like, amazing. But I was also like, <laughs> something is feedback. wrong in this house. <laughs> Dory doesn't even like hug them. child no, Like, don't put the Louis with the Gucci. She's like Teddy's age. I'm not, obsessed with not that. Not with the I was Gucci. Like, not with the Gucci, mother. Harry Hamlin's fleeing America to go quarantine in Canada before he films his Canadian show. And 
you can tell he's like excited to get away from Rinna. Yeah. He's like, I picked out this cabin and Rinna hates it. It's a cabin in the middle of nowhere. He's like, if you were going to cheat on Rinna, which I'm not saying he is. But Let's if talk you about the husband. Sure, if you wanted a surefire way to get away with cheating with her specifically, you go deep into the Canadian woods and a house surrounded by snow where you have to snowshoe in and out. Mm-hmm. And you know that bitch will not be coming to check on you. No way. And you're like, oh, the Wi-Fi's out. Yeah. And then you just burrow through the snow and bring in some like smash down the door french canadian milkmaid brains out i do it and then snowshoe your way out of there i de-outlove i de-outlove past my way to go get <laughs> face fucked by harry Hamlet. it's cut to you and me and we're just like snowshoeing in <laughs> <the> canada <laughs> harry's up there crystal is at a the place where they filmed kill bill yeah, you. we thought that it was Yamashiro. But it's not. It's Sean's social house, and I'm now dying to go there. It's so close. Where it's is it? It's on La Cienega, I think, by that Fogo de Chao. Where? On La Cienega, there's a Fogo de Chao and like a oh. stinky rose or whatever. Oh, oh, like down past Wilshire. It's like right north of Wilshire. Oh my God, yeah, we're... Matsuhiso is. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah, we Honestly, have to go. Honestly, the food looked so fucking good. And it I did. was like, wait, how did I never know that this restaurant existed? Yeah, it looks amazing. Shan Social House. You can catch us there. Crystal's wearing flats. And a really chic Chanel mm-hmm. everything. Crystal's throwing a Chinese New Year party at the Social House. And Erica shows up to tour it with her. Yeah, they have like a friend... She's kissing Crystal's ass so It's too much. Hard. I was like feeling really cringe about it. Also, it also, can I just say... It made me uncomfortable. That made me really uncomfortable. But on a different note, I really want a koi pond. Yeah, koi is like... Feels very healthy to have in your vicinity. I like, love Like you could put koi. one out there. I know. I've looked into trying to like build during quarantine. I was like, should I just like try and build a koi pond? But I think it's actually a huge undertaking, but I need it. Like every time I see koi, I'm instantly at peace. And I even have a game on my phone that just simulates koi and you can like make them swim around. And that me, that even gives me peace. Tony goes over and eats the koi. He would truly bark at the koi. I would love a turtle. Turtles Mm -hmm. bring good luck according to crystal. And so does wearing the color red. And EJ yeah. goes, wrap me in a whole bolt of red silk. <laughs> she goes, I remember who was with me and who was against. Crystal's like, Erica's very much like all about, she's like, I need to be cleansed this new year. I need to come out of it on the other side. Yeah. And then she goes, and they go in and they tore it. And Erica's just like, oh, wow. This is amazing. I'm so excited. I'm like, you are being creepy. The friendliness was creepy, especially the moment that I was like, she's not well, was when she turned. She goes, so what's your dress like? Is it just beautiful? Is it all gold? Is it sparkly? Like, she goes, I was like, you don't care. Stop acting like you give a shit. She goes, oh, does your dress have a slit? Oh, yeah. Does it have a slit? But you could tell Crystal was a little put off by it, I think. I got the vibe that Crystal was a little like, all right. Chill out. She was like, (laughs) I'll remember those who stand against me and those who walk with me down this devilish road of perdition. Yeah. The superstition on New Year, on Chinese New Year is that you're not supposed to fight because that will be the vibe that you Mm. carry with you into the next year. So Erica really carries like a cold 
yeah. dual personality vibe with her. <laughs> She's <laughs> creepy. Then we go to Kathy's. Kathy in a lampshade hat. She's wearing a... Fu- She's literally wearing a lampshade. Only a wealthy woman or it's like either a wealthy woman or a homeless woman could wear a hat <laughs> like that. There's no in between. Or someone in like a theocracy like dictatorship. Or a... a Amish. A side character in Beauty and the Beast on <laughs> Broadway that is literally dressed as a lamp. She's literally wearing a lampshade and she's at her a house at the Hilton Company's building. It's 18,000 square feet. Sutton gets carried in because she's in an ankle, like, brace boot. Been there. Kathy's builder is hot. Yeah. Aiden. Kathy's doing one of my favorite rich woman hobbies, which is just, like, building a house from the ground up and then selling it. Like a a mansion. It's truly enormous. Sutton's like, it could fit three of my homes. It's going to retail for 52 to 53 million. Or, like, list for that. And then Kathy brings her on the deck and it's like kind of cloudy out. And she goes, I'm so sorry for the weather. And I was like, Kathy controls the weather. She does. She goes upset and goes, I've never felt so poor when she's in that house. I know. Do you know it's huge? Yeah. And Kathy looks great. I love her little skinny jeans, her big, huge KH bag that she holds on her elbow, her lampshade hat, her shoes, which only she could do in her little hiking boots. You know, she was like, I got to wear my boots because I'm going to the construction site. Yeah, it was a whole moment. And I just wrote Kathy Hilton, welcome me into your spec arms. I know. I want to know what she's doing next, like housewise. Muhammad Hadid, who? Kathy's the only developer. I she's a real mogul. Mm-hmm. She's so smart. Well, I also just love her. She's so smart. She's so smart, you say. I love her style of houses that she builds. Yeah, they're like. They're not like those weird modern spaceship houses. It's like old. Grand estates. Yeah. Old Hollywood. Kyle, Rinna, Dorit, and EJ Global meet for lunch. They walk into this place. No, I think it was dinner. Oh, I don't know. They walk into this place called Thea. Thea. And Erica walks in and she goes, hi there. Hi, how are you? I was like, okay. Charlie Chaplin. Also, I just have to point out that I know a guy who produces on The Housewives and he's in the background in this moment. He's behind, I think, Rinna. I think they like used him as like a... A diner? Yeah. (laughs) To make it seem like one other person. Um, Because of course the restaurant shut down. Yeah. Kyle shows up with a yellow Birkin Mm -hmm. that gets its own chair pulled up to the table as it should. The four ladies meet to like... EJ Global it up at Taya. Yeah, to get... They're like, they can't get enough of the EJ Global hour. So they're like, let's get together for one last show before... Total cahoots. Chinese New Year. And I have to say, I like those purple margs that they're having. Yeah, Kyle sets her $22,000 Hermes bag on the table. And then they order Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Which I guess you just pour food coloring into your margarita (laughs) and charge like $17 for it. Chill. The talk goes to focus on EJ and she goes, at what point do I get to punch back about like all her haters? Well, first she goes, you know why I love these ladies here? Because they're playful. And I I need that right now. (sighs) I need laughter, playful, margarita. Um, What point do I get to punch back? What point do I get to punch back? I want to suck you in the mouths. And 
Kyle says that Sutton still thinks you've not been honest about the car accident. And then EJ goes, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Her voice got really low and she <laughs> developed a different persona. Fuck that bitch. She goes, fuck that bitch. She also goes, she goes, Tom had an accident and he, uh, he, um, and she goes blank uh, and, then, and then you cut to Kyle and Kyle's like, Staring at her from waiting for her to like finish her sentence. Kyle Kyle's, can't believe Kyle. Erica's hijinks. Why? I'm like, why are you surprised at any of this? Kyle's surprised and then goes back to a place of like trying to get Sutton to do all the dirty work for her, which totally. I don't appreciate. It's duplicitous. She goes, Tom had an accident and uh, he, um, she goes, well, my son, my son uh, helped me find him, girls. So now her son is involved. And then, and then Kyle finally says, Erica... Why aren't you telling us like the whole story? You're just telling us bits and pieces. Just tell us everything. And she goes, do you want to get socked in the mouth? And Kyle goes, no. And then Kyle brings up, she's like, I want to say something, but don't get mad. But I think it's kind of like strange that you carry about on social media in the way that you do. Like it's a little bit, it's just, a little bit over the top. And then EJ goes, do I troll the trolls? Yes, I do. <laughs> And then she goes, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And Brenna goes, amen to that. Ah! <laughs> and then they just cut out. Like, they go to a wide shot that just is Rinna screaming as they all clang their drinks together. Well, first when Kyle mentions, she's like, your Instagram cut. And they show it. And they're all like, like, come at me, haters. Like, they're all just beckoning. They're like, I have two sides and both are fabulous. Yeah. Like, then, her, like, looking in a mirror or something. It's he, clearly she's trying to be, like, provocative on Instagram. And you just hear Erica go, ah, 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 like a true Suspiria witch cackle. I'm like, bitch, this is not anything to be, like, cackling about. Do I troll the trolls? Do I troll the trolls? Yes, yes I, I do. do. And then... And then Erica or Rina goes, well, I've been in trouble before for being political. QVC was very upset. Ah! Ah! Amen to that. Ah! Fully EJ. Yeah. Fully global. Team EJ global to the, bitter to the fucking, fucking bitter end. ends. Damn. Wait, speaking of EJ global and like injectables, I'm haunted by the fact that I don't think Erica can afford the type of skincare mm. she was getting when she was having that Girardi plane crash money because her. her and she, to be clear, she still looks great, but I'm saying I'm used to a very specific Beverly housewives face look, which is they've slimmed their jaw immensely with Botox and like everything's pulled like the skin is poreless. It's very like fox eye porcelain, like Beverly Hills, Dr. Orion, like Dr. Diamond. You're paying like 40 grand a session face work. And it's just very clear that like she just does not have that budget. So. And the reunion, shaken, her face. I'm shaken to my core by that. Her, she looks different. She looks different. I think it's I think it's truly like she can't. Like yeah. get her masseters mm -hmm. or I don't know what it is, but she just can't shell out like she used to. And it's like, damn. it also could be like just stress, stress and guilt and like the weight of the world on her shoulders. Guilt bloat. Trolling the trolls. Yeah. Too much time under the bridge. Trolling the trolls. The bridge trolls. That's how I feel. I'm trolling them. Do I troll the trolls? Who's yes, a, I do. 
Am I Billy Goats? Billy Goats Gruff? Yes, I am. <laughs> he had an accident. He um. He um. Uh, he. Well, Kyle, my son helped me find him in the canyon. <laughs> she saw his foot hanging out of the thrush, and I went in and saw. Twelve him. hours allegedly. Twelve hours. <laughs> Twelve hours in the night. Coyotes lapping at his face. <laughs> Tom communed with coyotes that night. He was asshole He told projecting. the dogs his truth. Yeah. Yeah. He confessed. Garcelle is getting glam and she tells her glam team that she went on her date and they go, and? And she goes, nope. <laughs> Which I was like, cut. that's exactly dating. She went on a date with this guy who looked really, really fucking hot in his pictures. And then in person, he was just like so strange. He was a raggedy, strange man. They had like a tailgate date where they like drank out of his where car. Where were they? I, they were in like a park, like by a ravine or something. I'm glad Unsafe. the camera crews were there. Me too. Like, she got bad. He catfished with yeah. that photo, and also I would be really mad at the dating, like the matchmaker and dating coach. I'd be like, never do this again. Totally. I don't trust you at all. If you're not vetting these people, like, you should not. They need to look like their picture. I mean, she says I'm not going to work with this woman anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I just wrote, OMG, this date. Yeah. No, Keith. She was. She handled it really well, though. She, she was did. like, she "All right." Kept her composure. She goes, "Are you?" She goes, "You seem nervous." Are you nervous? And he goes, "No, that's it. I've done a car date." He was like, "Damn, I like catfished this like insanely hot woman, and now I'm like." Did he not auntie. know there was going to be like a camera crew? I don't know. He was the men bowls. Are, men are delusional. Truly, the bowls. the bowls. You got some bowls, Keith. Um, Garcelle goes, he brought sushi, he brought champagne, and then her stylist, Robert, goes, he didn't bring his A-game. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why, though, quick question, Garcelle and Brad Pitt should date. I know. They're on the same level. They are. They would be uh, the hottest hot couple. couple. I think he's a lawler. It seems like she's a lawler. I don't think... I think it would be great if... I know. He's sober and, like, they would at least have really good sex. They're both parents. Like, I... Like, they need to date. When she said that at the end, I was like, oh, she's trying to be silly. But I was like, no, you should actually date Brad No, Pitt. what's stopping him? Let's do this. What the fuck is stopping Nothing him? Nothing is stopping him. Literally, if I was Brad Pitt and Garcelle said on national TV that she wanted to date me, I'd be calling her the next day. Yeah. I'd be whisking her away for the date of a lifetime. In a place of whisk. I'd true pull out all the stops. You would PJ, Dale. I would fully Dale. I would pull up and go, hey, baby. Hey, lady. Hey, lady. Hey, pretty lady. Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. I got a great date plan. <laughs> I'd go around to the other side and open the door for her Tip and make hat. sure she got in okay. I'd go full. You'd wear a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. I'd go pick her up on horseback. I was watching Lauren Servideo's video yesterday where she was doing an impression of Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine your Dale kind of. Hey! <laughs> hey, lady. I'm not as like, I'm not like lounge singery with no. my girls. No, you're. I'm more like rancher. Hey, they're beautiful. Hey, like the you know the guy in Romeo and Michelle that Justin Thoreau plays, where uh-huh. he's just like always hanging out in the corner. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's me. Yeah, but not as pathetic. Just no, like silent confidence. Silent confidence with a low voice. Hey, pretty lady. Um, Crystal and Sutton FaceTime. Sutton gets to see Crystal's dress, which is gorgeous. 
um, they talk about how they're happy they're getting to a place of friendship and, you know, they've come a long way. Yeah. Everyone's glamming it up for Chinese New Year. Rinna decides on a bob wig. That wig is so unfortunate. When EJ goes, cuts to EJ getting her clown face put on (laughs) and she goes, just when they want you to stop, you push harder. Okay. Her her coffee table book of isms and quotes, I'm like, save it for like... Anyone that cares. Yeah. Yeah. Save it for like the gift shop you will one day run. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it with her. Also, not to be mean, but her makeup looked like shit. Her makeup has been looking like shit. So. I don't know if she had to downgrade to like Pratt College graduate. Like, I don't understand like where she recruited this new glam team. But you can make it work on a budget. People can look fucking awesome. Watch a YouTube fierce. tutorial or something. Yeah, it's people you I can can't make believe it work. that she's paying someone to make her look like this i guess you don't need a p- ton of money to look fucking amazing yeah. and she looks like shit. um Everyone... kathy arrives at the social house with elliot mintz who's a fucking king queen her best gay i screamed out loud when i saw him his instagram is wild really i was on it last night he is his cap he writes like novel sized captions about oh and he's always going out to dinner with these gorgeous beverly hills women he's everything to me he was also yoko ono's publicist he's been everyone's publicist yeah he's, he's like the publicist like that's how i wasn't he paris's he was paris's publicist might still be he's but he like, repped like all those girls in the heyday he was always having to hold press conferences yeah he's a he's a real like power pellet player that's always sort of just in in the the lining of everything i love him and he was also with rinna at dorit's dinner when rinna said were people doing cocaine at your party when everyone got up and left them at the table i would pray to be left with elliot me too like i want to know him kathy arrives and crystal greets him and she goes say hi to elliot mince she goes, you bring a fun dinner date with you. You're adding something. She goes, he is the funniest person in my life. I never not have a good time with him. I love them laughing together. He was like at Studio 54, probably. Like, he's seen it all. Yeah. He lived through the 80s. Crystal's dress him. is so good. Yeah, she looks incredible. And I love her mom, Tina, and Tina's boyfriend, Marshall. Yeah, she's like, he's... My dad will never be replaced, but she goes, I love Marshall. He's awesome. Marshall seems really cool. Her mom's gorgeous. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Rinna looks stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry that wig was out of control. She's like, I'm going to name it Uma. It's like her gay. Her gay is like, oh, it kind of looks like Uma Thurman. You should call it Uma. And she goes, that is a genius idea. The haircut that someone gave, it does. It looks like bad hair. Yeah, it's not. It's not cute. I love the Chinese candy that they make for mm. every... What di- What are you in the Chinese Zodiac? I think I'm a snake. I'm a rat. Mm. I love K- Kathy going, should we have a few of those made up? About the snake. <laughs> yeah. Garcelle looks amazing. She walks in and sees Rinna and she, or she sees everyone. And then she goes, and you goddamn Rinna and gives her a hug. And I was just like, that was the nicest thing you could possibly do. If you see Rinna in a wig outfit. Yeah. She clearly doesn't care for the wig. 
Mauricio and Kyle. Mauricio is high. Yeah, he's stoned as hell. He's always stoned. 24-7. I love when he interjects later at the dinner table. We'll get to it, but I was laughing so hard. We just hear him go, I agree. Me too. Uh, Kathy, everyone's like ooing and aahing over Elliot's outfit, which is a really good blazer-tie combo. And Kathy goes, it's a nice look. <laughs> She's so, such like a mom yeah. like that. Dorit goes up to Elliot and she goes, well, Elliot, I will be sure to not make any trips to the bathroom tonight. <laughs> and Elliot's like, okay. Garcelle pulls Rinna aside and they have like a very awkward small talk moment before they get to the meat of the conversation. A, you can tell that the producers were like, hey, have this conversation with Lisa Garcelle Rinna. is a pro. I know. Like she also, God bless her. She's done like five different jobs today and this is like the last thing on the menu like i was just like you're a trooper for this yeah but they're talking they're doing like their small talk thing and rena goes how's um you're doing your talk show which i was like that's rude that's and rude dismissive. And you wish you were doing i know a talk you're show. actually kind of jealous it's a really popular talk show and you're jealous yeah and garcelle's you- like well i filmed three episodes today i did like a press junket for this movie i was in and then now i just got my hair and makeup done and i'm here and then they laugh and Rinna's like, hmm, be careful what you wish for. And I was just like, God, Jealous hater. you are you, making me so uncomfortable. Please stop. This is like textbook, like competitive actors. This is the chunky monkey mm-hmm. version of Housewives. Mm, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and Garcelle's like, makes me never want to interact with anyone. And Garcelle's like, I mean, I'm doing well. So she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And then she tells Lisa that she would love to see her reach out to Denise at some point. I wrote bring Denise back. Yeah. I'm ready for her and Aaron and their she weird life. She should absolutely come back as a friend of next season. Totally. And we should force Rinna to like mm-hmm. admit she was wrong for coming for her throat. I do want to know what's going on with her daughter. I know it's a really dark sitch. I'm like, I, I just, it sounds so sinister. Well, it's also, and I've only read headlines. I haven't gotten to do like extensive yeah. research, but I guess now that the daughter lives with Charlie Sheen, uh, Denise is not entitled to that same amount of child support. Mm. So there's like a whole financial element of it too, where it's like you don't get, you know, uh, thousands and thousands, yeah. if not hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in child support. I feel like Charlie's still would do that though because he like i mean didn't he like try to kill denise at one point hasn't he tried to probably kill every woman he's been with yeah so i feel like he they have an agreement where he's just gonna pay her i feel like because he has so much money yeah he's like a hundred million dollars more probably from fucking two and a half men i don't know it's just it's all really ugly erica arrives manically cheerful yeah she's deeply unwell she walks in and she's wearing like a fine dress but she goes she goes this i was trying to wear red but this is the only thing i had and i thought well why not i'm like okay okay seems Seems on par with all the other really ugly stuff you've been wearing this season (laughs) she goes it's hard out here ej and kyle have the same hairstyle i need her to stop saying talking about how hard it is for her it's like you live in hancock park i'm sorry you're fine. I know that it's been like a pro- a struggle of like private hell, but I'm in- talking about financial. She's always talking about like 
I'm scraping from the bottom barrel, girls. It's like, you, no, you're not. You're renting like a $10,000 a month house. Yeah. I mean, she makes, I mean, compared probably to what her budget used yeah. to be. <laughs> but it's but also just like, honey, you're considered have a little so. perspective. Yeah. Um, Sutton's boy, they're all waiting on Sutton. She's still in the car with her sweet looking boyfriend. She texted Crystal, I'm slow. <laughs> and her boyfriend, Michael, the first time we're seeing him. Yeah, that was a kind of a, sh- I, I went, <gasps> Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then we like never really follow back up with him. So he's just like there for a second. But then that's it. And she goes, I'm like Tom Petty. I won't back down about like her feelings on EJ, mm-hmm. which I was like, hell yeah. She arrives and Erica. In last episode, Erica seemed like she was like willing to be civil with her at least and like more than that like was actually like participating with her but now she's gone to a place of anti-sutton again and then when sutton arrives erica goes oh look candy over there and she runs off she gives sutton the up down just stands there and slowly eyeballs her and then she is i love candy and then runs away i also wrote make elliot a friend of yes oh my god that would be everything Stoned Maurice goes into like the main room and plays the bongo drums. <laughs> I was like, can you not? Like, this is like a nice event. He was like Snooky at every nightclub where there were drums, and you just see Snooky on the stage going, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, it was like a classic Snooky moment. Elliot walks into the dining area and he goes, This is exquisite. He goes, Oh, Kath, wait till you see this room. Oh, I need them to have their own show. Like the simple life. Yeah. With Kath and Elliot. Going to like some small town in Northern California. Building a house and trying to sell it. Working on a cannabis farm in Humboldt. Like, and I'll take anything. Like, I just want a window into their friendship and lives. Everyone sits. Rob and Crystal give a toast. And then, like, the dragon come comes out like the ceremonial she goes now ladies everyone get some money out and be ready to feed the animal when it comes out and then kyle classic child star move makes everything about her and she goes what animal what What animal's coming out and then she hears drums and she goes oh she stands up out of her like with the amsterdam runaway level i just love but you can just tell this girl was like the youngest and a child actor because she just loves to like have those exaggerated reactions paymon comes in i literally want tony to grow to dragon size like, these are so beautiful. These I've seen them. one before and it's literally like the coolest thing. And it's, tr- it's like otherworldly. I need see. a full size. I need that Tony in that size. Yeah. Walking around my house. I would have to live in Kathy's 18,000 square foot house. Yeah. So it could accommodate my full dragon size Tony. Mm-hmm. But that is my dream. In addition to a little lamb Tony. Yeah. Lamb boy Tony. I need a full dragon Tony. Erica's having like kind of over the top. She's going (laughs) during the whole dragon performance. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I want all the food they're eating looked so fucking good. At one point, Erica goes, I'm a bad Catholic. What do you want me to say? Yeah, because Crystal said you can't swear on Chinese New Year. And everyone goes, and then Erica goes, ha. (laughs) Ha, ha. 
And then Kyle goes, speaking of sweeping things under the rug, Sutton, don't you have something to say? And I was like, no, she doesn't. Don't you have something to say? Yeah. And then Sutton goes, I'm going to kill you all one day. She will. <laughs> she w- absolutely will. And she gives a very nice speech to Erica. Like truly like not trying to troll her, not trying to like push her buttons, just like very kind and straightforward and at, at the end of her speech she goes at the end of the day we all want to see you shine bright erica and well first there's just silence Sil- like it's erica like goes, she says a speech and it would be the time where erica should at least go like thank you or something and then you hear like it's silence for like 30 seconds and elliot goes i didn't hear what she said kath and kathy goes i'll tell you in a minute <laughs> It's it's so awkward. It's so inappropriate. Erica's, Everyone's sweating. Erica's reaction is so inappropriate. And then Erica goes, why is everyone so quiet? And then Garcelle goes, because they're wait- looking at you to see what you'll say back. And EJ goes, I don't have anything to say. I have and nothing to say. That's when Sutton goes, we just want you to come out of this bright and on the other side. And then Mauricio of nowhere goes, I agree. <laughs> I can agree with that. And then EJ just awkwardly looks at it around and like has tears in her eyes and is like she, and i was she like, goes i said thank you i said thank you my god everyone gets up to like relieve well, themselves of the horror of that moment and pk turns to ej global and he goes that was epically uncomfortable jesus well first dorit after erica said i said thank you dorit in full ej global fashion goes you just need a minute you need a moment to process. And Erica goes, ha, yes. <laughs> Erica is literally a goblin at this point. But She's been consumed. fucking on her side so... They're riding her dick so hard. It's bizarre. Dorit being like, you just need a moment. It's like, no, that you can't... It, you're enabling this behavior. This yeah. is inappropriate. You're making this incredible party so awkward. Crystal is being a great host. And you're like ruining this vibe by punish it's so strange it's not only is she doing or something or like informed by producer like where Maybe. it's like oh the ogs are gonna be this way and then we're gonna put it on like the newbies shoulders to bring up the uncomfortable things so he goes ej haha <laughs> yes yes yeah P- pk's like what the fuck is your problem that was epically uncomfortable jesus and she goes what a bigger fish to fry. Yeah. The Yeah, literally the twenty five million dollar lawsuit that you have. Yeah, and how you're gonna pay that back to plane crash and burn victims. Literally you fucking ghoul. You ghoul woman. I want all the dessert they made. Yeah. Coconut sorbet, tangerine granita, creme brulee, little mini pots. Gimme. Kyle and Sutton head to the bathroom and there's just an out of order bathroom stall behind them. I love that construction bathroom. Wait, also Erica approaches the dessert bar and she goes, Ew, dessert bar. <laughs> like to herself. And I was like, you've lost the plot. Mm-hmm. At one point, PK's like, you gotta, you, you need to make this right with Sutton. Erica goes, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> then Kathy finally takes her aside and, Truly, as only Kathy can do, talk some sense into her. Which, Kathy's approach to everything, it's like, she's such a refined hostess. Like, she's the type of woman that can make you do something without really making you do it. Like, making she's you like, feel like you're, it's your idea. Or she's like, I understand what you're going through because 
I too am sensitive, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, it would be bold of you to just go over and listen. Like the way she like suggests things mm-hmm. is very like bunny, and the Erica, Trey's mom bunny. Totally. And Erica goes, yes, sensitive, sometimes too sensitive. And I was like, okay. EJ. Yeah. So then Kathy graciously ushers her over to go stand and acknowledge Sutton and get allow her to like talk to her mm-hmm. which is what happens and they have a erica at least this time like responds to her she's like oh, all right yeah sutton is just like i'm sorry i i got judgy i got judgy at first and i'm sorry about that but i would really love like a one-on-one with you and that's when rena goes the mi- you don't fucking shut the fuck up. I know. The minute she says I was judgy, Erica goes, yes, there, right there. Thank you. Thank you. I needed that. And then they say it'll be a while before they have a one-on-one. And Sutton goes, good, because I just don't want the lion's claws to come out. And EJ goes, that's why we're not going to do it now, because the claws will come out. <laughs> <laughs> Werewolf. Psycho. She is a werewolf. The lichen. And then we all sit around and give a series of platitudes that I was like, you guys are all mental for this. Yeah. And like you hear it kind of like America's Next Top Model music, like do 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 do. And then it goes to Kyle. Kyle's little like freeze frame blurb of what. What she's up to now. And it says and there's a photo of her and Kathy hugging and it says they're as close as ever. And she has Kim's new number. So healing is possible. Kim was at Porsche's bar mitzvah, which looked insane. I think it was like a million dollar party. Cool. And Kim looked amazing. Good. She's got good work done. She's Maybe she'll her. come back. <sighs> I don't Can know. Can you imagine? I just live for them literally all sitting around and like one by one. Someone was like, none of us know where we'll be in a year. Life can change in a heartbeat. Like, they're like, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah. Make a friend, gain an enemy. The early bird gets the worm. <laughs> like, it was truly, like, just a series of random yeah, statements yeah, like that. Yeah. I was like, do you guys know what you're saying? Imagine then, being at a party with your friends, and you've just had dinner, and you just had, you're having dessert. Your close friends. Your very, your best, your best group of girlfriends, or gay friends, or just a mixture of the two, and you're standing around talking, and then there's a silence, and then one by one you go... Life is crazy. It's full of twists and turns. And then someone goes, old McDonald had a farm. Someone goes, the wheels on the bus go round and round. And the other person goes, the itsy bitsy spider. Sometimes you're down. Went up the water spout. When it rains, it pours. And then you all just like cheers slowly. I was like, what? What are you guys doing? Did you all stroke out in this moment? Someone goes, cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Life can change in a heartbeat. (laughs) And then someone goes. I'll always be after me lucky charm. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> they just start saying serial taglines. It devolves. It, I was like, what's wrong with you guys right now? Someone goes, I am stuck on goldfish because the goldfish stuck on me. They're like, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Tomatoes and tomatoes. <laughs> I was issuing a cease and desist for their awkward life platitudes. When Dorit did her little thing, I I just, I was like, wow, Dorit really was like the ghost of the season. Mm -hmm. She didn't do anything for me this season. 
all she did was design dresses for Necoretta Haria. And be microaggressive with Garcelle. Yeah. I also completely forgot that Crystal's brother Jeff is a pop star. I know. So Make I'm praying that next season they go, to, go China. to China. I feel like that's going to be... They need a trip to China to yeah. see Jeff. I just wrote, I wrote Rena, what a drip. Sorry. Yeah. Don't apologize to me. She's like, they're like, she's finally approves of Scott and Amelia's relationship now that it's over. Yeah, now that all the attention that everyone could get from it has been like sucked dry. Then Erica, her last thing is, I'm in the middle of a, I'm in the middle of a nasty fight, and I've been honest. I'll never apologize for that. I was like, you have really you been honest? You weren't. literally have told tall tales yeah, this whole. You're you Paul have a- actually had not one honest moment this whole season. She's flashback to her being like, Tom's a workhorse, but better than ever. I love him. In Tahoe, yeah, like you, we need a supercut of every lie, found him or in every a, just like lie of omission. Find him in a canyon. Do you think that Andy really goes that hard after her? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It he looks better. like he does in the trailer. Do you What's, see the trailer? Yeah, of course yeah. I saw the trailer. Yeah, he looks. I think he's going in. I need to know more. Like there, we, there has to be some sort of definitive takeaway after this reunion. She looks unhinged in the reunion. She looks like a woman who's really beginning to fully understand the scope of yeah. what's going on. But she seems like she's like, <laughs> like she's like blurt. She's like, you, she, she looks like she's snapping. She does not handle any sort of stress well at all. No, guys. Like guys. she goes the way she goes back and forth from like friendly and like whatever to then just like ice cold stare you up and down like so angry to then it's like she's no maturity. Well, it, it's just really a bad coping mechanism. Yeah. And then like unwell. also being like like the fact that she can get really terrifying news and then go into a dinner and pretend like that hasn't happened at all. It's un- unbelievable. Something's wrong with her. She's an and maybe it's of- just a life like that's been 22 years of just pushing things under the rug or like not confronting anything and like it's conditioned behavior her learning to be this way. But I wouldn't wish that for myself. Mm-mm. I wonder if she'll be on next season. I don't think she will. Really? Aren't they filming though? Oh, yeah. I also heard that there's like a pop star, Holly Holly Valance. Who's that? She's apparently filming. She's friends with Dorit. She's married to a billionaire. Okay. But she used to be a singer. Holly Valance? Holly. Yeah, I think it's Holly Valance. Actress, Holly Valance. Wow. She's married to... What's his name? Pink or something? Mick Pink? I don't know who that is. It's like a billionaire. Anyway. We'll see. It was a great season. Truly so good. And I just pray with all my might that... The reunion is... The reunion holds up and we also get a next season quickly. Yeah, everyone get your sleep. Get your rest. Because we're (laughs) going in hard on the reunion. Buckle up, babies. Carrie's parting words. It's going to be... Always words of... Your parting words are like... Platitudes. They are. A little bit. 
The early bird gets the worm. The sun shines on a cloudy day. And the cow jumped over the moon. You're like, when God closes a door, he opens a window. Get your rest. Eight hours is key. The roller coaster has left the station. <laughs> and you're on the ride. The wheels on the bus go parting round and thought, round. Carrie O'Donnell's parting thoughts is definitely becoming like a theme on the pod. Over the over the river and... <laughs> over the river and through the woods to, to grandmother's, grandmother's house, house we, we go. go. For next week when we talk about the reunion. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Carrie o. Hang in there. Bye. Bye.